Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past, from the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. been nearly six years, and in a way, that was a long time for a man like Monty Regan to carry fear in his heart. A dull, gnawing fear of the past that threatened to spoil the only happiness Monty had ever known. But it was there constantly, and Monty's young wife, Helen, knew it was there. It was late evening, and Monty had just finished locking up the store. Well, another day, another dollar, like they say in the army. Oh, Helen, uh... You remember that fellow was in here this afternoon? Big, husky-looking stranger? Oh, you mean the man who brought the saddle blanket? Uh-huh. Well, if he should come back and start asking you a bunch of questions when I ain't around, uh, just don't tell him nothing, you hear? There's nothing I could tell him, Monty. Only that you're my husband, that we've been married four years, and that I'm still very much in love with you. Now, that wouldn't be very interesting to a... Uh, United States Marshal, would it? U.S. Hey, now, whatever gave you the idea that fellow was a badge toter? Uh-huh. 
I think I can spot them nearly as well as you, darling. Oh, you're just imagining stuff. No, there, there's something about a lawman, something he can't ever quite put out of sight. Well, he can hide his badge and change his clothes, but but for some reason, he, he can't ever hide his feelings. He knows he's right. He's got the law on his side and the knowledge of rightness in what he's doing. And he can't hide his feeling of confidence any more than... Any more than a fellow like me can hide his fear of the past. Is that what you wanted to say? Yes. I'm not asking you to tell me, Monty. I'll never ask you that. Oh, that makes me feel like two cents, honey. Here you've been trusting me, knowing all along something was wrong. And me, I ain't never trusted you enough to tell you what it was. Well? If you'd rather not, I... Oh, now, who in thunder's after something at this time of night? Yeah? Oh, it's you, huh? What do you want, Louie? Me. Awful sick, Monty. Sick? You sick? <laughs> Come on in. Yeah. What's the trouble with you? Powerful big hurting belly. Head hurt. Not feel good. Hmm. Doggone if you ain't the healthiest looking sick engine I ever seen. Well, let's see what we can find over here. Hmm. What's the matter, Monty? Oh, Louie, the half-breed says he's sick. Well, I'll fix him up. Monty, listen. Huh? I, uh, I thought I heard someone outside. Must have been the wind rattling the stovepipe or something. Yeah, let's see. You got a sore throat, Louie? Oh, yeah, Monty. Throat hurt awful bad. Oh, you just hurt all over, don't you? Yeah. Well? Maybe. Maybe, Monty, you sell Louie a little bit of whiskey, huh? Fix him good. Whiskey? Hey, fella. You know blame well I don't handle whiskey around here. Even if I did, you couldn't buy any. Monty, I'm terrible sick. No sleep, no eat. Poor Louie feel awful. Whiskey, plenty good medicine. Make him feel better. Yeah, I know it would, right? You, um, really feel pretty tough, huh, Louie? Oh, Louie feel terrible. Well, now, I guess maybe there ain't no harm in fixing you up just this once. After all, when a fellow's sick and needs medicine, he... Uh, just a minute, Louie. I'll go fetch you a bottle. Monty, what on earth are well, you... You go- heard Louie say he was sick, didn't you? Well, we... But, Monty, what on earth... Me not forget big favor, Monty. You plenty good friend. Mm. Feeling better already, huh, Louie? Mm. Yeah. There you are. There's your bottle, Louie. That'll be three dollars. Oui. There. You take money. Louie, not forget big favor. Me plenty sick. You help him feel better, huh? Sure, sure, Louie. Anytime you get sick, you... Hold it there. I'm Jeff Trainer, United States Marshal. So you finally slipped up, eh, Regan? Peddling whiskey to Indians. That's bad business. You're mistaken, Mr. Trainer. My husband didn't... Do- didn't, I mean... huh? Wasn't I right outside watching him through the window? Yeah. That's right, Helen. He was outside, like he says. Louie, you sneaking rat, why don't you hand over your bottle? Give the marshal a drink, huh? After all, he's got to be sure what he's doing. Yeah, give me that bottle. Coming in here saying you're sick, begging me for medicine? Uh, I'll try this. Yeah. Oh! <coughs> what in the name of... Hey, what the blue blazes is in this bottle? Medicine, Mr. Marshall. Like Louis asked for. To be exact, it's castor oil. Good for all kinds of ailments. Castor oil? Yeah, that's right. Now, if you've had enough, hand back the bottle. Monty, 
You not sell Louis whiskey? Told you once I don't sell whiskey, Louis. Now, here. This will either make you feel better or kill you. Now, you drink her down, Louis. No, no, Monty, no. Drink, you white-livered coyote, drink before I pour it down your throat. There. There you are. Now, get out of here, you mangy half-breed. If you don't feel better tomorrow, come on back and I'll sell you another bottle. No, no, Louis, not come back. Louis, never come back. You hadn't better, you rat. Well, now what, Mr. Marshall? The eastern sky reflected a rainbow pattern of color as two horsemen reined up at the bank of Wolf River and allowed the horses to pick their own footing across the shallow gravel bar. In the lead, the Lone Ranger spoke to his faithful Indian companion, Tonto. About a mile north of Whitewater Junction, Tonto. Ah, village just beyond River Bend. Maybe we... Tonto, on the riverbank. The man's body. Ah, me just see him. Come on, Silver. Hit him up, scout. Oh, Silver, hold on. Oh, scout, Tonto. Tonto. Looks like an Indian. Ah, big Indian settlement near here. Tonto, him dead? No, but he's... All right now. Can you sit up, mister? Get him a drink of water, Tonto. No, no, Louis, not drink. Never drink no more anything. Oh, so that's your trouble, huh? Too much fire water? No, no, Louis, no drink fire water. Louis, drink castor oil. Big bottle. Big, big bottle. Oh, Louis, awful sick. Louis, tell him look sick. Well, at least he isn't crippled or hurt as we thought. Me lose plenty good friend, too. Monty, him never like Louis no more. Monty? Monty Regan. Him run trading post. Fella come yesterday, give Louis five dollar. Him say me go buy whiskey at store. Now Louis got no whiskey, no got five dollar, no got friend Monty, just got bellyache. <laughs> Tell me, is this uh, Monty Regan a whiskey peddler? Uh, Monty no sell whiskey. Me find out. Monty himself cast oil. <laughs> uh, what about the man who gave you the five dollars? Um, Friend of yours? No. Him say, you take money. Tell Regan fella you sick. Him sell you whiskey. Louis go store, make believe him sick. Now Louis sick, no make believe. <laughs> I, I think you'll recover soon enough. Steady, Silver. Let's go, Dotto. <laughs> Next time, Louie, not try tricks on good friend. <laughs> Get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. Well, there's a settlement ahead. Judging from the half-breed story, I'd say there must be a lawman around here who is anxious to arrest Marty Regan. Uh, maybe Regan fella too smart, huh? At least he proved himself too smart for Louie. I uh, believe Louis was the most repentant Indian I ever. Oh, Silver, oh, steady, big fella. Easy, listen, Toto. Ah, horse coming up trail, plenty fast. Yes, there he is, and he's riderless. Toto, there's been trouble up ahead. Now you stop that horse. I'm going to see what's wrong. Come on, Silver, get him up, scout. Oh, Silver, oh boy, oh, there he is, lying beside the trail. Here, now what's wrong, Mister? We heard a shot. What happened? I'm. Trainer, United States Marshal. Steady. Regan, big holdup, went to prison. Yes. They fixed parole so I could follow him, find hiding place. 
Slippery devil. Been trailing him six years. Six years? Well, that loot must have amounted to a great deal. Better than $100,000. Found Regan running trading post here. Tried to trap him. Yes, I know that part of it. Louis told me. Oh. Regan suspected who I was. Why I was here. Guess he followed me. Shot from ambush. You're pretty badly wounded. Sure, I, I know. Can you tell me what this man Regan looks like? Uh, he's... He's... Uh, find my horse. Oh, reward notice. Description. Saddleback. All right, Marshal. We'll find that old reward notice. We'll find that and the man who shot you in the back. Here, Silver. Steady, boy. Load this man's body on that horse. I'll meet you at the trading post. Uh, uh, who dead man? Trainer, United States Marshal. I'll tell you about it later. Come on, Silver. You? What do you want? I'm looking for Marty Regan. What do you want with my husband? Your husband? I, uh, I'd rather tell him personally. Where is he? I, I'd rather not answer that. You don't have to answer his questions, Helen. Monty. I'll speak for myself, masked man. Don't make any bad moves or this gun will shoot too. The same gun that killed Marshal Trainer. What? Your, uh, surprise is very convincing. Well, it should be. I didn't know Trainer was dead. I found him on the trail, shot in the back. Did you know that he came to Whitewater Junction looking for you and why? Yes, I knew that. And my wife knew, too. Monty told me everything after Marshal Trainer left here last night. Now, suppose you tell us just where you fit into this picture. For the time being, I'm taking up where Trainer left off. Oh, well, that's rich. A masked man posing as a marshal. Yes. Like a killer posing as a storekeeper, Amani. Drop that gun. Don't move, so help me, I'll let you have it. That's what you think. No! The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
now to continue our story. Marshal Jeff Trainer followed Monty Regan's trail for six years and finally found his man running a small trading post in Whitewater Junction. Next morning, Trainer was mysteriously shot from ambush. Before he died, the lawman managed to tell part of the story to the Lone Ranger. Later in the trading post, Regan faced the masked man with gun drawn, then... No! There's a great deal of difference in shooting a man when he's facing you, isn't there, Regan? Monty, Monty, are you hurt? No. I didn't even see him draw. I shot the gun out of my hand before I could pull a trigger. Do you deny that you shot Jeff Trainer? I certainly do. Oh, Monty, please. Give uh, me Wait. Who's this Indian? He's a stranger. He rides with me. Tonto brought the marshal's body to town. Oh, well, and... Did you say Tonto? Yes. I remember hearing that name a long time ago. An Indian who traveled with a masked man. But, Monty, where did you ever... Maybe you know feller who traveled with Indian, huh? No. No one knows him. Only that he's a big man, wears a black mask, and rides a big horse, a pure white stallion. This man is wearing a black mask, and his horse outside... I know. There isn't another horse like him in the West. Sure it fits. This Indian is Tonto. The white horse is silver, and... And the masked man here is the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? Am I right, mister? I said a moment ago that I was taking up where Marshal Trainer left off. Oh, Monty, tell him. Tell him everything. I'm going to, Helen. And then who knows? Maybe the world will someday believe that Monty Regan never killed a man. Never stole anything. Never did anything in his life to be ashamed of. Well, my brother Fred was only a year older than me, and folks couldn't tell us apart. Even in school, a teacher used to take me for him. I looked up to Fred with a sort of hero worship. When Dad died, we inherited the Flying W Ranch free of debt. Within six months, Fred spent all our cash and mortgaged the place. One day, the sheriff came and said the Wells Fargo office had been robbed of over $100,000 in gold. Two men had been shot. Before they died, they both accused Fred. He was caught, found guilty, and given a life sentence. I went to see him at the territorial prison. Fred told me where the gold was and wanted me to go and get it. But I didn't want to get mixed up in that robbery. Fine brother, you turned out to be. If you tell the authorities where that gold is, they might lighten your sentence. Go on, kid. You forget there were two men killed in that holdup. Fred, all our lives I've been helping you out of scrapes. Wait a minute, kid. What is it? I wanted to see where that Snoopy guard was. Yeah, I remember, Monty. No one could tell us apart most of the time. That's right. Doesn't seem like... Uh, since we do look alike, fella, you can sit in this cell instead of me. I've got to hurry and change clothes before that guard comes along. When I came to, I had on prison clothes and Fred was gone. I hated him after that. I told the prison officials, but they laughed at me. To convince them, I told them about the hidden gold, but Fred got there first, so they didn't find it. I sat in that prison cell five years, hating Fred, hating everyone. Regan, the governor approved your parole. You're leaving today, a free man. Free. But I soon learned it was a trick. A government man was put on my trail, hoping I'd lead him to the hidden gold. 
As time went by, I did my best to lose him, but he never gave up. Then I met Helen. We married four years ago. I didn't tell her about this until last night, after the marshal showed up here in Whitewater Junction. Well, you found the lawman's body. If you're taking his place, why don't you get me started back to prison? If you really kill the marshal, I will. But right now, I have other plans. Listen, both of you, and do exactly what I tell you. Your life may depend on it. Oh, oh, boy, over there. Looks like a half-breed redskin. Maybe I can save me a long ride. Hey there. Oh, 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 there. How'd you like to earn yourself a dollar? Hello, Monty. Sure. What you want Louie do? Monty? This engine thinks I'm Monty. Louie, heap sorry play trick on friend. You not mad? Huh? Heck no, I ain't mad at you. You make Louie feel plenty good, you bet. Sure, sure. Now, look, Louie. What I wondered was if you'd take a little ride across the mountain for me. I uh, got a message has to go to the telegraph station at Reedville. You bet Louie do that for good friend Monty. Yeah, yeah, I got it all wrote down. Now, here's a dollar for sending the message and another dollar for yourself. Now, get going. Recognize that rider, Tyler? Ah, him Indian fellow we meet on trail this morning. That's your rush, Louis. Me go Reedville. Do big favor for good friend Monty. Whoa, whoa there. Monty? Where did you see Monty? Louis, just leave him maybe hour ago on trail. I see. Now, what sort of a favor were you talking about? Me take a message, telegraph man, Reed. Uh, Reedville, huh? Louis, not smart, maybe. Maybe you bad fella, huh? Bad fella hide face, huh? <laughs> you not worry, Louie. Mask man, Wagawoo Manitou. Wagawoo Manitou? Me tell him, you lone ranger. Louie, I'd like to see the message you're carrying. Uh, maybe me get friend in trouble again. I think your friend Monty is already in trouble. Perhaps you and I can help him, huh? You not try trick, Louie. Uh, here. Otto, I think you better take Louis's place. Here, take this message to the sheriff at Reedville and hurry. Uh, when we find you... At the trading post. You give Louis back paper. Monty be mad again. I don't think so, Louis. Come on, you can ride with me. Get on, stop. Where do we go, huh? We're going to see your good friend, Monty Regan. Come on, Silver. Get him on. Ranger stopped Louie on the trail to Reedville. He was taking this message to the telegraph office. Here. What? Why, it's addressed to the warden at the territorial prison. And it has your name signed to it. I know. Read it. Have just shot and killed Marshal Jeff Trainer in gunfight. Come to Whitewater Junction. We'll tell you where Wells Fargo Express money is hidden. But, Monty, what does it mean? I think the mask man here can give you the answer. While Monty was in prison, Fred was safe, and he knew it. After Monty was paroled and the marshal was assigned to trail him, then Fred started to have trouble. 
You see, because your husband and his brother resemble each other so much, Turner had difficulty getting on the right trail. For a while, he was on Motty's trail. Then he came to places where Fred had been. I found a letter in Trainer's saddlebag in the same handwriting as this note. It told Marshal Trainer that Monty Regan could be found in Whitewater Junction. But why? Why would... Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's right. Where a $100,000 robbery is concerned, the government doesn't give up easily. Fred knew this, so he played smart. How? By keeping out of sight, laying low. However, there was one very real danger. As long as the law was trailing Monty, there was a chance that Fred might be recaptured. So? So he tipped off the marshal and I was here. Then when Trainer arrived, Fred was on hand to kill him. Then he sent the message that you just read. But how? Surely there are a dozen people who can prove that you had nothing to do with Trainer's death. The Lone Ranger knows that. You could no, tell No, you see, Mrs. Regan, when the prison officers got here after receiving a message they thought was from Marty Regan, they would find him dead. Oh. Fred had things worked out pretty nicely. There would be many people around here to testify that Marty had an argument with Trainer. Louis, the half-breed, would swear that Monty had given him a message to take to the telegraph office at Reedville. Everything would point to the fact that Monty Regan had killed Marshal Trainer, and then committed suicide. Oh, then Fred Regan is... My reasoning is correct. He's coming here soon to kill your husband. Oh, Monty... I don't think you need worry, Mrs. Regan. Now, let's get busy with a little reception party. nearly midnight. Hiya, Monty. Fred. What do you want here? How did you... How'd I find you was up here? <laughs> Shucks, kid. You ain't smart. You don't ever change your name. There's nothing the matter with my name. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I come for. Say. There was a United States Marshal killed here this morning. And now you show up. Yeah. Some coincidence, huh? <laughs> that dumb lawman didn't know half the time whether he was trailing you or me. Well, if he had known the difference, he never would have bothered me. Yeah. I know. Well, kid, they ain't gonna bother you no more. What do you mean? This your gun belt hanging up here? Uh, nice looking shooting iron. Fred... What are you what pl- am I planning to do? Fixing to retire, kid, with a hundred thousand simoleons. Just as soon as the law gets here and finds you killed yourself with your own gun. Oh, no, wait, Fred. So long, kid. What? what? This gun's empty. This one isn't empty, Regan. Get your hands up. Come on, man. What, what kind of a trap is this? What's a going... murder trap, Regan? There's your man, Sheriff. You buzzers ain't taking me. You busted my arm. No, you need that arm to write your confession, killer. Okay. I can't figure out... How the law got here so fast? We intercepted the message you sent to the warden. It sounded as though you were in a hurry. So we brought the sheriff from Reedville instead. Yeah. And if you want to live to see the inside of my jail, you better be careful, mister. Because I ain't fussy how I take you back. Monty. Monty, I heard a shot. Are you all right? Oh. Oh, you bet I'm all right. Everything's all right. Now... Sheriff's count! I am Silver! Away! 
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.